right, jabronis, we're back. We're back here in the LPDS studio after a very successful weekend trip to Tampa Bay for WrestleMania, and I'll get into that, into the junctions. That'll be our topic, talking about the trip overall. Um, but glad to be back. Got to get resettled into the uh, into the studio, into the LPDS compound again, and then I get to leave again in a couple of weeks, going back home to do some stuff with the family. So always moving and shaking, folks, and that's the name of the game. That's what you got to do. Anyway, it's late at night. I got it's a it was a it's a late day at work for me. Again, home. I wanted to record today. Uh, because I don't want to procrastinate on this stuff. I want to get get the people what they want. So uh, I worked late, unfortunately. I got home late. I still haven't eaten dinner. It's like 10 o'clock at night here in the middle of the week. So I want you to feel my pain. I want you to feel sorry and, and sympathize with me, sympathize for me, and know that I'm making the sacrifices necessary for the people at Jabroni Junction, okay? So when you hear this episode on Sunday, you're going to know, man, that Libretti really works his ass off for us. And I really owe him a great lot of gratitude and respect and honor. But anyway, I want to, I want to talk about the trip, get things, you know, get things over with, talk about the future. Uh, so I can go and eat my dinner in peace for, for once, you know, tonight. So with that, Let's just, uh, you know, do what we got to do. Step in the cage. Okay, let's run. All right. Left my notebook, I think, at my parents' house somewhere. It's, I can't find it. I didn't have time to look for it. It's, it's in the house. It's in the compound somewhere, but on the computer for the sponsor and for the fact. So hear me out. Now, today's Into the Cage fact is proudly sponsored by Stefan Stolen Valor Military Medals. Are you trying to get recognition in society like the brave men and women who serve in the military? Are you looking to be a badass war hero to pick up chicks, but are too much of a beta bitch boy coward to actually sack up and join the military in real life? Well, with Stefan Stolen Valor Medals, you don't have to. Stefan's inventory has all the medals, awards, and accolades to make you look like you killed Bin Laden single-handedly, even though you really spend your days in the basement of your parents' house eating bonbons while loading your homework file with endless amounts of porno videos. So, to instantly look like you're worth a damn in this country, visit www.metalmania.com and use the promo code BUSTER for 0% off your cowardly purchase. Stefan's playing a very dangerous game over here. Offering the cowards and the beta bitch boys of this country and this world easy access to fake it and pretend that they're worth a damn. But I do respect the hustle and I do respect the fact that he's offering 0% off because there's no discounts. It's bad enough. You're taking the discounted rate of actually not, uh, not actually being in the military and being a war hero like yours truly and get a good go about it the easy way, like a triple B. So I guess thanks, Stefan, for the for the no discount on that. But yeah, go check it out. Let me know what you think. 
All right. So today's cage fact. Now, we've talked previously about how he's won the Academy Award for his performance in leaving Las Vegas. That was his his big victory. Now, I don't know if it's his best movie, personally speaking. I think he's done so many good movies, um, but this was a phenomenal, phenomenal film. Uh, he really did a great job. Um, I'm going to move this cup over here. Uh, you and YouTube land checking out this sweet WrestleMania commemorative cup. You heathens over there in podcast land, uh, you're missing out. So go check it out on YouTube as well. Uh, anyway, so for this film, you if you watch the film, you know how well he did in, in, the, in the movie, in his role as an alcoholic who drinks himself to death, essentially. Now, the fact, what you don't know is how he prepared for this role. Now, again, we discussed previously some of the crazy, wild things he's done to prepare for a role and to get into the, into the you know the character's uh, mind frame, mindset, if you will. Uh, but for this one, he decided to take a two-week trip over to Ireland. I don't know if it was Dublin or or what, but went over to Ireland and went on pretty much a two-week bender. Two full weeks of him getting drunk every night or most nights. And then once he was drunk, he had his his entourage, his friends, his posse. I don't know who was with him. People that he knew and knew him. He would have them film him in action out on the town as a drunk. Then when he sobered up the next morning, he would go back to the tape. Check out how he acted, his mannerisms, how he sort his speech, things he said, things he did, all the how you doings of, of drunk cage and, and practice those skills and hone those skills. Now, say what you want about what you know, what you think of his his movies as far as quality and who he is, as how he is as a person and all that. But the guy's got work ethic. All right, and that's another thing we discussed in the past on on this segment is how he says yes to to most movies because he enjoys working, and this is just another testament to that work ethic. Another thing we always push on the LPDS have an unrivaled work ethic, and Nick Cage is no exception. And of course, I mean, would you expect anything less? Because I certainly wouldn't, but maybe I'm biased. I don't know. Anyway. That's the cage fact for you. What a guy. All right. Up over into the junction today. Spin the logo up. Again, for those of you in podcast land, there's a logo for the Jabroni Junction. Believe it or not, we're getting professional here. You should go check that out. It's pretty spectacular. Anyway, spin it up. Now, what I want to talk about, I want to, I don't know how to put this. I want to regale you of our time down in Tampa for WrestleMania because it was, it was a good time. And there's lessons to be learned from what we endured during this weekend. And when I say we, I mean the Bone Crusher, Iron Mike Dakota, Chris, Christopher Bud Maloney, one of my brothers. He was on previous episode. You should remember him. It's been only a week. Anyway... We went down, a lot of lessons to be learned. So I wanted to talk to you about that, the adventures, the shenanigans, and the lessons. Now, I'm not going to get into 
the analysis of the of the fights and, and the matches, the wrestling matches in WrestleMania. First of all, when you're by the time you're listening to this, WrestleMania is over. It happened last week. It's done. You want to go find out what happened at the fights? Go look it up. Go Google it, ESPN, whatever. So I'm not going to sit here and talk to you about the DDTs and the pile drivers and the how you do is happen in the match. Nobody wants to hear that from me. So we're not going to talk about that crap, Ola. But the trip itself, very interesting. So I call this like the, the adapter die trip to WrestleMania 37. Is it 37? Yeah, 37. The two key takeaways, I think, from this from this trip, the keys to, to, to the successful trip that we ended up having were having good situational awareness the entire time and remembering reverting back to our training. All right, and we'll get into it. So we had this grand plan. We're going to fly down to Tampa. Now, we flew down to Tampa initially because the flights were cheaper. WrestleMania was in Tampa. But our original plan was to drive to go down to Florida, go see our old stomping grounds at Embry-Riddle, that piece of shit campus, and go see our old coaches and you know walk down memory lane a little bit and have some fun with our old friends. So the plan was cheap tickets to Tampa, Drive, drive from Tampa up to Daytona, drink and shoot the shit, talk about the good old days again with our friends and coaches, drive back down to Tampa, hit Mania, enjoy the rest of the weekend. So we get down to Tampa late. Flight got delayed. No big deal. 30 minutes to an hour delay. We press. Go to get the car. So, by, by the way, this is late afternoon. We have people up in Daytona, two and a half hours away, waiting for us. We told them, clear your schedules. Tell your families to take a hike. You're coming to hang out with Libretti and friends. So, we got people waiting on us. And I don't like to keep people waiting on me. It's disrespectful and rude. Don't do it. So, now we're a little bit late. We send transmission up to our friends. Hey, we're going to be a little bit late. Flight got delayed. We get to the car rental. How you doing? Mile-long line of people waiting in the parking garage for these cars. Mile-long. Think, you know, it's no big deal. We'll figure it out. It seems to be moving fast. I don't know. We have no other choice. This is where we got the car. We got to do it. Now, in this line, two people... Standing next to each other in the line. One's in front, one's in back. That's how lines work. They start yelling at each other. John, back and forth fighting about God knows what. But nothing important. Immediately, my military training kicks in. Situational awareness, SA as they call it. I'm looking around. Who else is is creeping into this altercation. Is this going to turn into a fisticuffs? Who's the biggest threat in the area? 
Who are the people most vulnerable? Women and children, old ladies, beta bitch boys. Who do I need to protect first? What do we need to do in case shit hits the fan? Things get out of control. It's just natural. Reverting back to your training and having the situational awareness of the environment you're in to handle a situation like that. That's what SA is, situational awareness. I feel like that's an obvious concept, but apparently it's not in this country. Anyway, we're ready to rock and roll. However, didn't work out. No fighting. I say it didn't work out like I was, I was begging for a fight, but I wasn't. Cooled down. 45 minutes later, we get our car. So now we're about an hour 45 delayed. No problem. We'll drive out. We'll make it straight shot to Daytona, two and a half hours. No big deal. We'll figure it, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll still have a good time. Well, we get out to the highway, and within about 50 feet of getting off the, you know, getting onto the on-ramp traffic immediately, bumper to bumper, like a rush hour traffic. Except it's a Saturday. Saturday evening. On, on the interstate there, stopped traffic, congestion, for no reason whatsoever. Situational awareness kicks in again. Aware of our surroundings, looking around, see what's going on. Do we have a shoulder we can drive on? Are there people that we can kind of pass and creep around? I got the bone crusher as my navigator telling me the fastest routes. Now, revert back to the military training, military training again. Driver, driver training. I kick it up a notch. My navigator kicks it up a notch. And we're weaving in and out of traffic. Defensively, of course, we're not breaking any laws. We're not being aggressive. But we're in and out. We're finding the, we're finding the holes, threading the needle, getting up to Daytona to see our friends and keep them from waiting any longer. Keep them from keeping, keeping, keeping on. I don't even know what I just said. Find a way. Again, adapt or die. That's the name of the game. Have good SA. Revert to your training. So we got up to Daytona. Super late. So late, in fact, that for whatever reason, on a Saturday night, on, in a beach town, right at the tail end of spring break, restaurants just decide to close by 9 o'clock for no reason whatsoever. The only places that are still open are the special interest establishments, which in this particular case did not have any food to offer us, and we were going to dinner with our friends, so that's the only reason why we didn't go there. There was Outback Steakhouse was open, which had an hour wait. Now, I think the only thing crazier than most other restaurants being closed on a Saturday in a beach town by 9 o'clock is the fact that Outback Steakhouse had an hour-long wait. What, what moron, what idiot in their right mind, wants to wait an hour for Outback chain fast food kind of shit. 
I have no idea. People were lined out the door for a blooming onion and a and a hot pumpernickel loaf. And now it's not bad food. I'm not dogging on it. It's not Olive Garden. That's for damn sure. But an hour long, like people just packed to the gills. I guess because maybe it was the only place open. That's the only thing I can think of. The only thing. Otherwise, there's no reason for anybody to want Outback that much in their lives in America that they want to wait an hour for it. It's just a it's just an onion ring shaped differently. You could go get that at another place. You don't need the blooming onion. It's a novelty. Anyway, we find this place. It's like a Hooters knockoff. It's called Wing House. Back in the day, it used to be great. Amazing wait staff. Food was way better than Hooters, although I don't dislike Hooters. I'm not dogging on them either, but the Wing House was better. Anyway, adapt or die. We switched. We stepped over to this place, the Wing House. Have a good couple hours with our friends. It's late at night. They have families with children, and our coaches are trying to be respectful and hang out with us. They know that we, we made the effort to come up there. So we had a good time. That was fun. Whatever. Now we stay the night there. The next morning it's raining. We knock out a quick workout because again, revert back to our training. Always trying to stay in shape, exercise every day. That's part of the big three too. See how everything pieces together, folks. It all connects. I might sound crazy, I might talk loudly and move my hands around like a nut job, but I know what I'm talking about. It's all connecting. All right? So we knock out this, we crush this workout at, at the Goldstein's gym, and then we're on the move down to Tampa again. And what happens? More traffic, which is nuts. Sunday morning, Sunday morning, bumper-to-bumper traffic again. On, a, on the highway, on the interstate. There's no reason for it. Nobody should be going anywhere except for us. We find a way to make it work. Maintain our composure. Assess the situation. See what our avenues of approach are. Revert back to the military training. And haul our asses down to Tampa. Look, we have a, a goal in mind. We came for WrestleMania, baby. There was nothing was going to stop us. And we certainly weren't going to get flustered because there's a bunch of Florida nut jobs on the road doing God knows what, packing up the highway on a Sunday afternoon, trying to keep us from our final destination. Wasn't happening. Anyway, we finally get down to Tampa, the city, a ghost town. We thought maybe we got down to the wrong date. We thought maybe we screwed up the flights. And Mania was another time because it was an absolute ghost town. There wasn't a car on the road. There wasn't a human being walking around except for us. But we verified, again, maintain our composure, assess the situation. And we got to the hotel. We started prepping for Mania. Now we're at Sunday night. Now we are at Mania, the night of Mania for us, the main night. Night two for this year, 
but like we talked about last week, it's usually a one night event on a Sunday night. So we're at the main event. It's a couple hours away. So now we get a prep. This is where our baseball and athletic training kicked in. You're probably wondering, what are you talking about? You're going to watch your men's soap opera with a bunch of slicked up beef cheevies going around hugging each other in a ring. Well, listen to me, folks. You got to prepare for baseball games, right? Any, any natural competitor prepares appropriately before their main event. We just discussed how Nick Cage prepared for his main events. That's what we did. That's what we had to do in, in, in baseball. That's what we have to do in life. You prepare for the main events. Our main event for that night, our mission, our baseball game that night was going to WrestleMania, having a great time, cutting some promos and, and getting content for the jabronis out there, for you bastards. So we had to prepare. We got to get the right state of mind. Everything is a mindset. Just like the big three. Piecing things together again, folks. Stay with me here. So now we got to get our mind right. Just like we did back in the day in college, in the, in the clubhouse, the locker room, before a game, you stop thinking about all the broads you want to take out to dinner. You stop thinking about the bullshit homework you're going to try to find a way to skip. You start thinking about the game, getting your uniform ready, understanding the opponent, learning about your enemy, getting the situational awareness, building that up, understanding the environment you're going to be dealing with. Is it a away game? Is it a home game? How do the dugouts look? Are they going to be in the sun? Am I going to be facing the sun when I'm at the plate? Or if I'm on the, you know, in the field on the mound? You got to get into that mindset. You got to think like that. You got to turn your brain on and focus on that specific main event. That's what I mean by preparation. That's what we had to do. Because we were going to WrestleMania. We had to prepare for the, the pre-fight events, the matches. We had to figure out how to, how to logistically get there on time. We had to find out the best avenues of approach to get hydration and chicken sticks. And of course, we had to figure out what we were wearing, the wardrobe, our uniform, if you will. And most importantly, how we were going to get the content recorded and cut the promos for the Jabroni Junction per their request. All this stuff was going through our minds. Okay, folks, this is what I'm trying to get at. This is not just a story. These are lessons. I'm not crazy. So we prepare for Mania. We start cutting some promos. Great promos, by the way. Real quick, tangent off the lessons. We got some good content. We got good promos. We got good cameos. Some trash talking to some people who requested it. We even got some pretty solid LPDS interviews at Mania itself. Okay? So what I'm going to be doing throughout the next several weeks is obviously I'm going to be 
clipping out the promos and sending those out to the people who requested it and posting those first. But then I'm going to compile all the interviews and the videos that we took and the content and try to increase my little video editing skills and create a little bit of like a, a video montage of the trip. And, uh, you know, put some cool music in the background, maybe some wrestlers walkout music. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be, uh, it's, I'm really excited to do that for you guys and really for myself too, because I'm selfish, but I think it's going to be really good entertaining. You're going to enjoy it. It's going to be fun to do. And it was fun recording and all that stuff. So anyway, back to the lessons. We go out there, we cut promos, we enjoy the hell of the event. All right. We had, we interview a couple folks. One of them, in fact, I don't know if he's listening now. He, he started following the program on Instagram. His name is Mr. Jackal. He has his own podcast out there, Inner City Geeks. So maybe go check that out if you're into that sort of stuff. But it was like a uh, like Worlds Collided, Podcaster Worlds Collided. And we ended up interviewing each other. So that was pretty fun. Now, I don't know if I have, if the Bone Crusher recorded me getting interviewed by Mr. Jackal himself, but uh, if we do, I'll post that on there as well. Otherwise, go follow him. Uh, he, he's a very entertaining character, and that's a great way to describe most of the people at the event were characters. Uh, but go check him out. Uh, it was, you know, it was, it was a, little, a fun little interview. Anyway, we crush chicken tenders, we crush our beers, we crush our waters. Another thing, revert back to our training, okay? What do we, what do we discuss way back in episode 27 with the Bone Crusher and several episodes since then about the brotherhood water rule when drinking? Stay hydrated. So that even though you're, you might be drinking a lot and get a little inebriated, getting crazy, you're not going to be getting too out of control. You're going to stay hydrated. You're not going to feel that hangover the next morning. But most importantly, for the immediate timeline of when you're drinking, especially for us at Mania, we wanted to still have our wits about us. We wanted to have a good time. But you got to have your wits about you when you're out there in a strange environment in a different AOR, as they call it in the military, area of responsibility, area of operations, the AO. So we couldn't just get too hammered. We didn't have the protection of, of Bonji out there to, to ward off evil. So hydrate rule, the water rule. Hydrate all the time so that we're always ready to rock and roll. So that's what we did. So now, fast forward, Mania is over. Great final match, by the way. Edge came in hot with double spears on both other fighters, both other candidates for the, for the title, for the belt. Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. Thought he was going to win. Very excited to see that. But then, out of nowhere, Roman Reigns retained pinned them all, became champ. Go check it out. I'm not going to analyze it for you, but it was a very exciting event. Everything about the, the night and the weekend as far as the WrestleMania stuff went exceeded expectations as usual. It was super fun, entertaining. Um, and again, I don't care if it's like a childish thing or if it's, you know, a brainless kind of like guilty pleasure or whatever you want to call it. I love that shit. It's super fun. I highly suggest you guys go get 
a stupid, brainless, entertaining type of hobby or interest in your life so that you can shut your brain off, not have to stress about something important or or think too hard about something. You can just go out and enjoy something like we just did this weekend. The event was awesome. That's all I'll say about that. So now we're thinking, hey, it's 11, 11 p.m.-ish. I don't remember exactly what time. This night's not over. This weekend's not over. We need to go and, and get get crazy, do something. All right? So... We're going to decide we're going to get an Uber daddy, an Uber, and we're going to go hit a special interest establishment, which is, if you if you don't know by now, you should know that most of the decisions late at night on a weekend with the Brotherhood usually end up leading towards a special interest establishment. All right? Go to order the Uber. Completely booked up. Everybody and their brother is ordering Ubers at the same time from this event. Probably should have known that. Another lesson learned there, we learned that one the hard way, is plan ahead logistically for that portion. We did not think that far ahead in our planning efforts in the beginning, so we learned the hard way. Reserve the Uber before the event ends so that it's ready for you instead of waiting like we had to do. Now, when you've had as much to drink and as much chicken sticks as we did, you get antsy. You don't want to just sit at the stadium with your thumbs up your asses waiting for an Uber to come however long it's going to take, hours. So we decide to hit the road on foot start rucking around downtown Tampa or wherever the hell we were to find a place to go take care of our special interests. Now, this is where our conditioning training came into play from baseball, from college baseball, high school, even the military. So it's conditioning training altogether. We get on foot walking miles around Tampa trying to figure out where we want to go, where the hell we are, get into some shady areas of the city. So now that we not, all, not only do we have to turn on and keep on the conditioning training to make sure that we're going to be able to make it out of there and have the endurance, but now we got we to gotta get our self-defense training on, get the situational awareness of the, of the environment, of this strange, seedy, dangerous-looking environment, and be at the ready. Again, situational awareness, revert back to your training. This weekend was just loaded with lessons like this, folks. I hope, I hope you all have weekends like this. Anyway, two hours later, two hours later, an Uber answers the call. Like coming out of the clouds like an angel from heaven, Shannon, the Uber driver in a Hyundai minivan or whatever the hell it was comes and comes a calling and answers the prayers. Unfortunately, unfortunately for you guys, every, everything was closed by then. We're talking two, three in the morning. I don't remember what time it was, but the SIEs were closed. Everything was closed except for the hotel, of course. So 
instead of getting good content for you there, we had to huff it back to the hotel, which we found out later was four miles away from the stadium, and we were fully prepared to walk to it if we had to. That's half conditioning training, half poor planning on our part. Again, sometimes the lessons learned have to be learned the hard way, folks. And just be glad that we at the LPDS are learning these lessons the hard way for you and passing this knowledge on to you so that you don't have to do it. That's what I'm here for, for you. So we make it back successfully, happily, thinking the weekend's going to be over. The next day, we're going to fly out, going to knock out my grocery shopping and prepare for work the day after. Now, of course, like everything else in the weekend, the town of the area, Tampa, had different plans. First, we go out to Clearwater to go check out Hulk Hogan's beach shop to see if we can maybe, maybe Hogan was going to be there. He wasn't. It was a good, awesome shop. Great little spot. Got some shirts, including this shirt right here. Now, if you don't know this shirt reference, you got to go way back in the, in the wrestling annals of history to learn about when Hogan was wearing these how you doings way back in the day. Anyway, have a good time there. Try to try to drive back traffic again, like clockwork almost at this point. Not too worried about it. Why? Because our flight got delayed. It's perfectly sunny outside, not a cloud in sight, but our flight is now two hours delayed. No problem. We adapt or die, right? We find a place to eat. It ends up being a Grimaldi's New York-style pizza joint. We get a phenomenal pizza pie, good, crisp, great undercarriage, good, solid ingredients, delicious, crispy crust. 7.4 overall was the rating on that. How you doing? Good pie. Another good lesson learned on our part. You adapt to the situation as it stands, and you find a way to succeed in whatever it is. And we certainly did during lunch. So now our stomachs are full. We're satiated. We're happy. We're, we're readjusting our plan for how, you know, how to get home, what time we're going to get home, what we got to do, all that stuff. We're constantly on alert, always in that mindset. When you're out in a strange AOR, military term, when you're out there, you always got to be at the ready. You got to have it turned on. Get to the airport, go through the security, get fr stopped and frisked, the, how, all, the, all the ins and outs of the TSA, get to, get to the terminal, and we're delayed another 40 minutes. So now we have this time. We got to adjust again, figure out what we're going to do, how we're going to get home after that, yada, yada, yada. Long story longer, we get on the plane. This is Spirits, by the way, Spirits Airlines. On the plane, we're about to shut the doors to go take off, and they delay us again for a stupid reason that I'm not going to get into. Get delayed another 30-plus minutes. 
finally fly out. We don't get back to Maryland to home base until close to midnight. So now we got to drive back to the compound, to site Alpha, drop me off. Bone Crusher has to drive home to site Charlie where he lives, a different compound altogether. And we have to figure out a way to prepare for the next day for work, for life, real life now. We're back in real life. And once again, we, we, we find a way to make it work. We adapt or die. We assess the situation, check all the environmentals, the atmospherics, if you will, and revert back to our training on what we know to get our shit in one sock for the next day. Because you got to be adults about this. You can still have fun and be adults. And that's another lesson for this entire trip is you could be, you can have fun, but still be a mature adult about things. It doesn't have to be one or the other. These are mutually exclusive how you doings that you can work in conjunction with each other to enjoy a weekend. And that's what we did this weekend, this past weekend. We enjoyed the hell out of some WrestleMania. Felt like kids again, which I love doing. Saw our old friends. Bought some sweet gear from a famous guy's beach shop. The Hulkamania himself. And in as in a stress-free of a, of a method as possible, we're able to adapt improvise and overcome all these other obstacles that popped up along the way the entire trip. We kept maintained good situational awareness. We reverted back to our training, maintain our composure and adapted to every situation until we met and achieved our, our end goal, our end mission, mission accomplished. So if you get nothing outside of this this boring story otherwise, just know that you can have a great time and still be a goddamn mature adult about things so that you can enjoy your good time in a stress-free, fun, easygoing way. And remember the shit you learned back in the day, the important lessons because it's easier to, to fall back on the good lessons you learn now than it is to have to relearn them because you've, you've forgot or you're lazy, you're being stupid. And I think that's all I got. I don't even know what time it is, what time we started. I'm sweating again. Just thinking back to the mania. What a fun time it was. What a fun time. I don't even care about all the other shit that went down. We found a way to have fun and make it work, and I couldn't be happier. I can't wait to, to scrounge up the money and the opportunity to go to another media and be a kid again. It was awesome. Again, couldn't recommend that, that, that thing more. Not, not so much mania or, or wrestling, but anything that you can, you can feel like a kid again and just have just blind, stupid fun, no-nonsense kind of fun where you don't have to think or do anything like that. Just enjoy the show, the entertainment value of it. So hope you enjoyed, guys. If you didn't, uh, uh, leave feedback, please. 
Shit, talk me, troll me, do whatever you got to do. I love the feedback. So if you hated it, good. Tell me about it. If you loved it, great. Tell me about it. And tell your friends about it. Spread the word. We just we got more followers this weekend by spreading the word. So we could do this. It's only a matter of time before the LPDS community is so big. Joe Rogan's going to be calling. So is Barstool. All right. Before I go. Very quickly, tie it all together again with the big three. All right? And we kind of discussed them already. Exercise every day is number one. Very easy thing to do. You know why. It's good. If you don't know why, go back to previous episodes and I'll slap you upside the head and tell you in those. Number two, don't be a shitty person. Don't hide behind your computer or your cell phone and bash some stranger on social media or bash your friends, or bash anybody without understanding beforehand that they're human beings with families, and they used to be kids, and they have hearts, just like you do. And you know how shitty it is when somebody bashes you like that. You know you feel bad about it, so don't do it to them. And then also not wasting your time doing that will free your mind and heart up to, to do more positive things with your, with your lives. And then number three, the most important, of course, be thankful and grateful for all the good that you have. If we were not this weekend thankful and grateful for the opportunity, the good opportunity to go see our friends and to go enjoy this event, WrestleMania, we would have had a hard time enjoying ourselves this weekend. But instead, we kept that positive attitude, understood the great opportunity we had and took advantage of it. So be thankful and grateful for all the good that you have, whether it's items, material items, people, experiences, whatever. Thanks again, guys, for listening. Don't forget to check out the website, johnlabrady.com. Do all the likes and shares and reviews and all that. I love you all. Stay strong.